The review I led over the past 31 months has examined an enormous amount of evidence, has made findings on the basis of that evidence, findings that include serious flaws in how missing person cases have been handled in Toronto, and not just the ones identified in the terms of reference. And I have made recommendations, 51 recommendations that propose ways to address these flaws. The recommendations include a new approach to missing person investigations, a model that draws on recent changes for the better, and advocates a new approach to missing person cases generally. That's Gloria Epstein. She is recounting the results of her inquiry that's making international news. I'm looking at a piece that's just been posted on the New York Times. We love it when America watches us as a city. Do we love this? There was a serial killer on the Rome, and now this inquiry into how the police handled it shines a light on what the families of the victims and members of the gay village in Toronto said that they were ignored, that they felt it, they knew they were in danger. Month after month, year after year, there were stories of this. As we analyze and unpack what is in this inquiry and what it means to the gay community in Toronto, I would like to welcome Sean Prue, who's a journalist, a broadcaster, and publisher of thegayguidenetwork.com. He is also my colleague on a story where we had an exclusive with Sean Cribben when he first told his story. He was almost killed by Bruce MacArthur. The police said they found him with a pipe across his throat. He told us his story, and now I'd like to welcome Sean as we talk about this inquiry and everything that it is bringing out into the public. Sean, welcome. Thanks for being here today. Thank you for having me. And uh, uh, you can color me shocked today because I really, really was worried when I heard this report was coming out that the police were going to get a pass of some sort. I don't know what that was going to look like, but I just didn't feel good about it. And I spoke with a former law partner of Justice Epstein's today, who Mm -hmm. told me she was never one to mince words, and she has not. Her report's damning, citing systemic issues, bias, discrimination. She pointed out that uh, the potential to identify similarities of the cases was handed to them on a silver platter, and Toronto Police failed to protect the community and that they could have done better. And she did not miss any words there at all. And it feels like such a relief to have them called out on this. I think so many of us knew in our quietest moments and from experience um, with the police ourselves that there was a lot uh, that was less than adequate in the way they handled this case. And to have them um, called up on it is, uh, is, makes for a brilliant day today in Toronto's LGBTQ2S community. Yeah, and I mean, it's quite blunt, isn't it, that the systematic discrimination within the force helped, that's the word that jumped out for me, oh. helped a serial killer who murdered eight gay men, mostly of Middle Eastern, South Asian descent, evade detection over a span of seven years. Big story. You know, you and I covered, as we mentioned, we sat and heard the story of an almost victim, Sean Mm -hmm. Cribben. But you also told stories of hearing it within your community, Sean. Those stories were out there, as I said, month after month, year after year. I mean, some of the people who had encounters with Bruce MacArthur were years before this. 
I remember, and, and uh, being a much younger man at the time, at the top of his, uh, the beginning of his killing spree, when he turned Church and Wellesley into his own personal safari, uh, seeing the first wanted poster with three faces on them, and you could see the similarity in the taste of these missing um, men, these men had gone missing that we now know were killed by MacArthur, and whispers were beginning around the community that maybe there was a serial killer on the loose, and indeed, we found out the horror of it all. But those whispers turned into cries. And, you know, as uh, late into the year before uh, MacArthur was arrested in August, on August 1st, there was a, a community meeting at the 519. And we were assured by the police that there was no serial killer. Four months later, they'd arrested one. And that felt like such a, a slap in the face have been told one thing when we were crying and saying that there must be something like this going on, to be told no, that there was nothing like this going on, and then see someone arrested in January uh, was, was, was appalling to me and to many other members of this community who just couldn't believe the sort of flap happy treatment that this case has, has had, had gotten the entire time. And for this to be called out by Gloria Epstein today, and for the contriteness that you saw in the um, in the press conference that both uh, board chair Jim Hart and police chief James Rayner um, uh, gave after at 3:15 for their comments today, um, there's a lot of uh, contrition there, and I say good. It's good. How do you change it? It's been exposed. Sunlight is pouring in mm. furiously, Sean. But we've seen this. I mean, how how would it help? that the police react to this report. I mean, this isn't, there has been a history between the police force and the gay community in Toronto, making headlines, the bathhouse raids. And then there's a coming together. Look what happens with the pride parade. How can the police and the gay community heal from this? What elements do you think being a member of that community need to be there? Well, I think that the police, um, are now going to have a chance to really get it. Because if you remember, um, shortly after um, uh, the arrest was made of Bruce MacArthur, Pride came, and the police asked to be part of the Pride Festival. And that was a move that was so tone-deaf mm-hmm. to me that they would think that they'd be welcome um, after having botched so much of this. And so now they have a chance to understand. They didn't understand before, but now maybe they will understand and that's the first step in, I don't know, but a, a healing is possible um, uh, somewhere along the line. It's going to take a long time. You've got to remember that our community has a contentious and broken relationship with the, the police. You mentioned the bathhouse raids. We've got carding. We've got the way they've handled the missing persons reports. Community safety continues uh, to be a persistent uh, issue. Uh, between the police and the community as well. There's still a lot to go on, but there's got to be demonstration of uh, sustained action, I think is what's required now. And I hope that it doesn't take something like another serial killer to find out, all of us here in Toronto, whether or not that transformation has actually happened that Justice Epstein is, is calling for. You know, as part of the report, there's a proposal within it that says perhaps the police force should take a missing person case like this and coordinate it using civilians and centralized rather than spreading it out through individual precincts where 
I guess according to this report, that that kind of that that kind of bias can be sustained. Would it help if if those people who were calling and saying, "Listen to our stories, we feel something is is wrong here," if they were part of part of something? Oh, I, I think it would have helped immeasurably if we could have done that with 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 these cases and and and, and offered. This is a community that that works on its own language, its own ways. It's it's a, its own culture and subcultures, and and we can't expect the police to know how intrinsically this all works uh, as as a community. But we can teach, we can explain, we can answer questions, we can offer ideas, and none of that was given a chance with this. And look what happened. I definitely think this would work. All right, Sean. Thank you. It was great to have you. Uh, as we uh, take a look at what this means and this investigation. All right, John, you take care. Have a good evening. Cheers, Arlene. You too. Yeah, cheers to you. Sean Pru is a journalist, a broadcaster, publisher of thegayguidenetwork.com with his reaction on the community and uh, the call calling out. It was part of stories, and the media would would run them. And now to see this, I, I think it is a giant step forward a really huge step forward.